Welcome back once again to another exciting edition of SHW. This is our wrestling, uh, our woo fourth, fourth episode. We are your voices of Southern Honor Wrestling. I'm B Double Brandon Benefield alongside my broadcast partner, GB Gerard Bonner. What's going on, buddy? What's going on, man? How are you? Man, I am hanging in there in this quarantine. We are still uh, coming to you from our home studios here, yes. but uh, hanging in there. How about you guys? Yeah, we are hanging tough. You know, it's the last week of May. Summer is almost officially here. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's a good time. You know, the weather is getting nice and all that jazz. And I'm, I'm ready to get back with all of our friends and family at SHW. But I'm glad that we're doing this because this is a fantastic point of connection. And we've been having a great time these last few weeks. We've been having a lot of fun, and we've also, I think, been getting uh, quite a bit of feedback from some of the fans from SHW letting us know that uh, they're looking forward to these every week. It's something new. It's some good content to put out there. Uh, they're excited yeah. to hear from some of their favorite wrestlers uh, that we're having on as guests. Um, right. By the way, I don't know if you recall, but about a year ago this week or this past week was the one-year anniversary of Double or Nothing for AEW, where our very own Sunny Days mm -hmm. was in the Casino Battle Royale. That Aha! So you got to rep the Sunny Days. And uh, be sure to pick one of these guys up at uh, ProWrestlingTees.com, as well as some of our other favorite SHW folks, uh, Danny yeah. Jordan. I don't know. I, I don't know if I call him my favorite, but it's one of your favorites. That's your buddy right there. That's Huckabee. Can oh, oh, yeah, I see. <laughs> Huckabee, can, can you whoop me? He has his uh, whoop me Wednesdays. It's, yeah, we got to give yeah. him some love. Otherwise, he might come on here and uh, threaten us. You know, we, we did mention him three times in a podcast, so we, we, I'm trying to sporadically space that out or else it'll just magically show up. I know? was afraid it was going to be a Beetlejuice situation where you say it three times and they're just going to <laughs> yes. show up. So I yes. was like constantly looking over my shoulder when you and, <laughs> yeah. uh, you and Joe Black were talking about him uh, a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago. But uh, also uh, want to show some love to our uh, coming up, our guest for this week's show. Mm -hmm. Starfire himself. Ah, yes. Prince of Petty. Starfire. That's right. Ashton Star. He'll be coming up here in just a few minutes. But uh, also... Yeah. Repping that team red headband, which is uh, yes. Garrett Sakahara from our uh, – you know him. He's back in the booth there at the SHW shows running the video. That's right. And, stuff. and I want to give him some love because uh, him and our, our pals at DDPY, uh, they haven't been able to open up uh, over this yeah. quarantine as well. So I think they've been doing some Facebook Live uh, workouts and stuff. So They have. Um, and I have to shout out that. Garrett because Garrett's like my first trainer at DDPY. Well, there you and, go. Uh, and I, I love the guy. He's been absolutely fantastic. And you guys may or may not know this, but he was the first person to introduce me to SHW. 
Well, there you go. Garrett is a very important piece of this puzzle. So uh, always a big shout out to our good friend, Garrett Sakahara, who you can see, by the way, in these new videos that are coming out with uh, David Ali, which I got to tell you, that's some pretty impressive content. If you guys haven't been checking it out, David Ali's got something really special going on right now. You know, we, we've talked a little about it off air, and uh, man, it is some interesting, intriguing stuff. And the thing is, uh, we've had a couple people ask us, hey, are you going to have David Ali on their podcast as a guest? And, you know, we would love to. Uh, the situation is at the moment, I don't know which David Ali we might get. Because, I, I mean, we've had him on uh, MSP before in the past, and some one time he was just good old normal David Ali and it was he was friendly and then another time it was like the scariest situation we've ever been in and we had to cut the podcast short because well, he was like get berating Alfred and all this other crazy stuff and so I don't know it's so he, he, I don't he's know in the space of transition right now as well so you know that that may be all the more reason to get him on to see exactly where in this transition you know are we going to get the savior are we going to get you know the street fighter like who are we going to get so it sounds like there's a demand david ali we want you on the podcast buddy well we will see we'll try to get him on the horn talk to we'll get our people to talk to his people and we'll see if we yes. can make that happen and uh, uh again I, i'm a little nervous about it because i just i don't know which david ali we might get so we'll see we're gonna be all right we'll be all right but uh that's in the future. Let's talk about this week. And we got our very special guest, Ashton Starr, the Prince of Petty. We sat down with him a little while ago. Let's check it out. All right, guys, we are excited. We've got another interview for you. And really, he's one of SHW's most popular wrestlers. Like, honest to goodness, we absolutely love this guy. He's the Prince of Petty, and the former SHW champion. Our guest today, the one and only Ashton Starr. What's up, buddy? Hey guys, how are you doing? Woohoo! Look, I am I am absolutely stoked to talk to you because one of the things that has always amazed me from the very first day I set foot in the SHW is your connection with the fans. I mean, like people absolutely love you. What do you attribute this uh, incredible connection that you have with the SHW faithful? I honestly do not know. <laughs> like, I'm going to just be straight up. I honestly don't know because um, nothing about me has changed. I yeah. know that when I first came into Southern Honor, I was not a fan favorite, but I didn't change okay. anything about me. And yeah. then, you know, things happen. People change their minds, I guess. And yeah, here we are. Here we are. I love it. I love it. Well, of course, we're all in quarantine mode. Uh, because of this uh, wonderful, wonderful coronavirus, dare I say. Um, so how, how have you been handling all this, being quarantined? What has that been looking like for you? Uh, at first, rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, for especially Mania Weekend, I had a lot of shows. And yeah. to see them all get canceled one by one by one. Yeah. And, you know, it stung a little, but um, I believe to every negative, there's a positive as sure. uh, wrestlers. You know, I wrestled every weekend, sometimes three, four times a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and to go from that and to absolutely nothing, I think I mentally may not have appreciated it, but I know that my body definitely appreciated it 100%. It's been a good time to recoup and get your body to, re- to gather itself. 
Yeah. Yeah. One, one of the things that we've noticed in talking to a few of the other superstars is that they all have that same thought that it's been a great time for their body to recuperate. Um, but I'm curious, have you actually been watching or keeping up with any wrestling during this oh, yeah. period of quarantine? Oh, you have. OK, I have. Mm-hmm. OK, um, uh, I try to keep up with some of WWE the best that I can. Um, okay. Staying with uh, AEW, especially mm-hmm. since a lot of my friends have been taking part in AEW. Yeah. So, um, you know, also a lot of tape study. It's been a lot of time to just get a lot of reflecting going. I feel like totally disconnecting yourself, uh, for me personally, is not the best option because I want to come back even fresher and better than yeah. I was when I left, especially yeah. now that I've had time to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to be on top of my game as much as possible and to study and not feel like I'm rusty. Yeah. One of the things I'm super excited about is you talk about like resting up in your body, healing up. And, you know, we've talked to several other guys uh, and girls and same thing. You know, everybody had this unexpected break. And during this time, everybody's just resting up. They're healing. Mm-hmm. They're not working every single weekend. So I'm super excited because I feel like when we come back, we are going to see some of the best matches ever because everybody's going to be feeling 100%, which is like unheard of. <laughs> like there's never right. a time when everybody is at the top of their game physically. I think that's the thing, especially for a lot of us who have been hurt. I'm not going to speak for anybody else. Um, I've luckily have never been injured. But, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, I, I wrestle hurt all the time. And... Um, Especially the last time at Southern Honor, I was in a lot of pain and then had to jump in a car uh, super early in the morning next day, drive all the way to Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. wrestle there, and then sit in the car the entire time and come back. So for my body, it's been great. And I feel like once wrestling comes back, as long as everyone stays active and stays in the pursuit of their goal when wrestling comes back, I think it would be a nice outlook. Yeah. You, you know, one of the interesting things that I've been noticing with you is you have, you know, obviously you're doing a lot in Southern Honor, but you're also very active all across the country in some pretty wild and amazing shows. Uh, talk about the reception for you across the country, because I, I get the feeling it's much like it is here in SHW. Um, it's, you know, it's funny is because SHW, I feel like, is probably one of the only places I get that reaction from in the state. Uh, um, wow. Maybe. You got to remember, everything's a culture shock. Originally, I'm from Washington, D.C., so okay. a lot of people up there are a lot more um, receptive okay. to whether um, race or culture mm-hmm. or um, gender or orientation. Is di- different parts of the country just receive things differently. Sure. And Georgia's been a mainstay for me uh, for seven years now. Okay. So. Um, you know, and I, I honestly attribute it to the fact that probably people in the state are just familiar with me. Yeah. But um, usually my first time in other places, they usually receive me. They don't see me a certain way. I'm just a wrestler and right. I'm here to put on a match and you either yeah. like the match or you don't like the match. So yeah. that's, that's how I feel. I, I don't include Southern Honor as part of the Southern crowd, if that makes sense, because no. of how their thought process is. I've always kind of felt like Southern Honor, and I don't think I'm ruffling any feathers by saying this, but I've always felt like Southern Honor is kind of a mix of you have that like the internet uh, smart crowd mixed mm-hmm. with the just the Southern crowd. It's kind of a, 
uh, I don't know if it's 50-50, but I feel like it's kind of that mix. So you don't, ha it's not one of these like uh, high school gym, Southern, Southern, Southern crowds, uh, but it's, you know what I mean? It's a Southern crowd yeah. mixed with like that internet smart kind of crowd, which is interesting to me uh, because like you said, it's just an interesting uh, blend is interesting reaction, I think. It's an insane dynamic, I would say. Because yeah, yeah. remember, when I first, the first uh, Southern Honor show, which I've been a part of every Southern Honor show, but yeah. um, the first Southern Honor show, when the tournament happened, I ended up wrestling twice that night because yeah. I advanced the first round and then went to the second. The first round, no one liked me. I remember <laughs> that verbatim. The first round, nobody liked me. I was going against Adrian Alanis, and I, they love Adrian Alanis. And then the second match, you know, I'll be honest, I don't think it was mo my most uh, impactful performance. So then the second show, I wrestled, let's see, what, see how good my memory is. I wrestled Dax Anthony. I was going to say, I know who it is. So I was going to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. But um, uh, I, I think that's when people kind of started to see it turn a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then things started to change from there. So you know, people just had to warm up. Yeah, it was interesting, too, because, um, you know, you and I were, were kind of going back and forth this week on, uh, on uh, Messenger, talking about some of your old videos, your old matches. And yeah. so, yeah, so I went back and I was kind of going through some of the old stuff and some of the, I mean, I say old stuff, it was late 2018. So it wasn't like it was like super old, it was just a year and a half. In wrestling world, that's old. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> right. it seems like a long time ago because Southern Honor, if you think about it, isn't, you know, we're not even two years old yet, but it seems like, a long time since we've been around but uh, I went back and I was watching that Adrian Lannis match and I remember calling that match first time I'd ever seen you perform live um, and kind of having that sense at that time too like you know who who are the fans supposed to root for here and like I don't even know if the fans were sure at that point because it, it was a brand new show it was the first show right. ever for SHW and um, but uh, you went over in that match again that first match with him and got a decent reaction it was kind of mixed and then that second show against Dax Anthony I remember, I think we had him coming in kind of supposed to be this big face, right? Yeah. And so it was his debut, and you were supposed to kind of be the heel. And it ended up that match kind of – it turned a little bit. So Dax Anthony won the match, but he didn't get, get the reaction I think he was supposed to get or that we expected him to get because more people were wanting you to win that match. So it was very interesting. And from that point forward, like you said, everything kind of shifted. Yeah, I thought my job was on the line <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, as a as a heel, your job is to get the face over. So, you know, and you know, in regular wrestling world, the heel gets booed, the face gets cheered, mm -hmm. and in that instance, when it kind of wasn't going that way, I was like, okay, so I'm failing, <laughs> and I'm probably going to get like chewed out when I get to the back. Wow. And then luckily the finish to that match got a little uh, messed up. So there was no heat on me. So I kind of just skated by. Well, part of that, so, part of that, I think, because I, I just watched that match back recently and, and I know what you're talking about, the way that match ended. And I think that's part of the reason why people started kind of feeling sympathetic to you during that match because of the way it ended. It almost looked like you got screwed over by either the ref or, or something, you know, even though, I yeah. don't know if in real life it was an accident or whatever, how, you know, one's supposed to end that way. But the way it looked from a show perspective, from a fan perspective was, oh, they screwed Ashton. That's not cool. And then all of a sudden you kind of were like, you were already getting a 50-50 mix anyway from the, the crowd. And uh, then it was just kind of like, 
you became a fan favorite and then gradually got bigger and bigger with the fans ever ever since then i think yeah thank god for coincidences it worked out in your favor for sure and um and then of course came the petty party which uh, uh let me let me ask you about the petty party because was that something you came up with was that a dylan idea was that somebody backstage giving you the idea what happened there um well Ever since I started wrestling, I've always been told I should have some sort of segment show. I, I knew I could do it, but it was never something that I truly was like, okay, I'm totally on board with doing. Um, then I kind of guess as time went on, it's does an honor. Um, it was Dylan's idea. Dylan presented the idea. Um, and I was kind of like, yeah, I'll do it as long as I can kind of put my own twists on things. So mm -hmm. like when there's a petty party, there's no script or anything like that. There's kind of an idea that's bounced around, but he kind of gives me the, the creative control to just do me. Um, Cause I've known Dylan for years. Yeah. So he, he knows me and he knows what I can do and he knows what I bring to the table and therefore kind of just allows me to have that sort of creative freedom and I could just bounce off of him and he'll bounce off of me. We just go from there. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I know, again, the Petty Party was just one of those things where you would see it. And again, my first show is where I saw a Petty Party. Oh, and great. I just, <laughs> I just went, what is happening here? This is amazing. And just watching how people were uh, just gravitating to everything that you did was an absolutely incredible thing. And so kind of to watch this lead to the number one contenders moment that happened a few months ago, um, and then ultimately leading to the night, which was one of my favorite nights in all of Southern Honor, where you won the championship. Tell us how that was for Ooh. you, because I know that was probably for <laughs> us. You can see pictures of how we reacted. It was just incredible. I, I don't know, have, have you seen the fully edited video yet of that show? It's on IWTV, uh, but I don't know if you've seen it yet or not. Because if you could hear me and Gerard, we are losing our minds. <laughs> we lost to it. Be, to be perfectly honest, uh -huh. this is just to be perfectly honest, I've tried to watch the whole thing in full, but I, I can't watch the whole thing in full. Ooh. Only because I'm, I'm just very judgmental of me, and I know that was a very big night. And I don't ever want to seem like the type to try to... Uh, to overdo myself or hype myself up too much because you can believe in your own hype a little too much. But um, it's funny because I didn't watch the, the full match to where I won it, but I did watch the cage match. Okay. <laughs> I did watch the cage match. Um, and that was, that, the whole feeling the night was crazy because I um, had no idea we were going to be in the cage and I had wow. this much cage experience. So wow. when I, they were like, uh, yeah, cage. And I was like, cage. <laughs> okay. Cause I, that night I had this super long, uh, yeah, ponytail. you did. And I was like, y'all, if I knew there was going to be a cage, I wouldn't have done this <laughs> to be perfectly <laughs> honest with you. So, but you know, it was, it was at all around, it was a fun night. Um, I think in the seven years of wrestling, other than the school that I trained at, I think, I've held a world title at one place. And right after I won it, um, I won it on their last show. So oh. I never really got to defend that belt. 
Um, so winning it here at a bigger promotion um, that's being seen by more people, it was a good moment. It kind of led me to believe that there are people out there that believe in what I do. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Especially since I don't, I, I have my moments of feeling that doubt. And I mean, I think yeah. we all do. But sure. I, that was a moment where I was like, okay, there are actually people here who believe in what I can do. So I've said this to uh, some of the other folks we've talked to, but like the the way they have us set up now where the commentary booth is actually down mm -hmm. next to the ring, you know, because you'll remember, you know, we used to be up on the stage before that yeah. we were way back in the crowd early on. But now that we're down near the ring, we're kind of within uh, the crowd, like in the middle. So how uh, wrestlers give you that, uh, they'll say that in the ring, you can just feel the crowd. You can feel that electricity. Well, the mm -hmm. same is for us now because of our positioning when the crowd pops, when it explodes, like we're in there so we can feel that as well. And man, I'm telling you, that was one of the biggest, I mean, you know, obviously we were there for the, the AEW invasion night last year and you know, that was a thousand people in there and that was a huge, crazy buzz atmosphere, but you know, and there's been a few other times, you know, on that level, but Ashton star winning the title from Corey Hollis was one of those times where, like I said, and I know if you haven't gone back and watched it, at least go back and hear me and Gerard on commentary because we are <laughs> losing our freaking minds yeah, when yeah. you won that title. And, uh, and then we were also very disappointed later in the night when you got yanked off the cage with your hair yeah. and, mm -hmm. and the, everything switched back the way it was. We were like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> just, so, just so the world understands, let me explain to you how extensions work, okay? <laughs> It's not a wig, they're extensions, which means they are just extended parts of my hair. Yeah, so, they're attached. They are, they're still attached. I have, <laughs> I've, I've posted about it. I have a big old head of hair, okay? <laughs> the locks are attached to that real hair. So to get pulled and yanked on mm -hmm. is the worst experience. Yeah. Uh, anyone could ever endure so i just want people to know that it's like it, it's my hair because i have the receipt for it but under that is my hair so if you could just not destroy my beautiful scalp and hair follicles that would be great oh man that was nuts you you mentioned a second ago and i didn't know this at the time that uh going into that night you didn't know that the cage wasn't going to be involved until like it was about to happen yeah. uh, and then i was thinking the first thought i had was and not only did you have you not been in a cage, but you were on top of the cage and you on got yanked down by yeah. your uh, six foot of six oh. foot of braid. Yeah. Oh, see, listen, I'm down for anything. Okay, oh, the, glasses, the glasses have come off. <laughs> the it's glasses getting serious. Off. <laughs> Look, I'm down for anything. It's just it, that was a crazy point to where I was like, you know what? Whatever. It's my first time in a cage. I'm gonna do. Yeah. I'm gonna do something. You know, I'm gonna do a lot of stuff that I want to do. I don't want to do too much because there is a whole other cage match right yeah. after. Right. Yeah. But um, I was like, I've never been in a cage before. I want to. I'll take these moves. I don't care. I'll, I'll go for it. <laughs> it how were you amazing. feeling? How were you feeling after that though? After that, when that hair getting yanked down from the top, were you going? Well, maybe I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> oh, you always. The next day is always the worst day. Yeah. Um, and then I also believe I had shows all weekend right oh, after that oh, wow so again i was one of those another one of those four matches a weekend mm -hmm. and me being in the cage was only match two so right. i had Ooh. two other matches to do wow so it was oh it was a great time my body thanks me for it all the time 
Well, well, that's again, we, we kind of joke about this, this two months off or however long it's been now, uh, you know, it's kind of craziness with what's going on in the world. But at the same time, for a lot of our friends, a lot of the wrestlers, it's kind of a blessing in disguise because everybody's finally getting able to heal up after yeah. some time on the road constantly. But I, I want to go back real quick. And uh, we were talking about the petty party. Something I thought was kind of amazing. It was uh, all thanks to you having this petty party, you kind of created these two other characters that got over with the fans like instantaneously and had it not been for you and for the petty party, it would never happen. And I'm talking about Susie and the party planner. Like the Susie, the, the, let's go back. Before the very first petty party, you did a promo. You were in front of a green screen. You were doing this promo video and it was to promote the upcoming show and you were going to do the first ever petty party. We didn't know right. what it was at the, at the time. We were just excited. Like, oh, it's a little talk segment with, with Ash. It's going to be cool. Here comes a little, like, uh, uh, you know, stagehand or something coming off the side, giving you, like, a cold <laughs> tea or something. You gave her the spit take right in the face, and I laughed my butt off. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And you said, I'm going to call you Susie. <laughs> and boom, <laughs> Susie was born. And Susie, then there was, like, Susie World Order shirts at, like, the next show. It was crazy. See? Uh, I will say, well, one, I called it the Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> and I will just say that she is such a good sport. Mm-hmm. She's such a good sport because the whole, that's another thing we're dealing with, just let me run and do my own thing and, you know, no script, no nothing, just me. And then um, I had met Michaela prior too, and I found out that she was going to be coming to the set. So I said, can we please put her in the Marshall? I was like, she could be like a, like a producer or like an assistant who comes and gives me like the tea or whatever. It was like, great. And you know, he was so forth. He, uh, it was he and uh, Nathan and they mm-hmm. both agreed that that was probably going to be a very fun idea. And I don't know how the idea of the reaction to the tea came about. <laughs> I just know that she was 100% for it. Wow. And I just give kudos to her. She was just a good sport for that one. Because I apologized like 50 times after that. <laughs> I felt so bad. Because I don't know. Was... I was never good at the Triple H entrance. So the whole oh, yeah. spewing of the spray. It was literally. It was like somebody shot her with a water gun. It was so I, funny. It was so funny. <laughs> I loved it. I, I felt so bad. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Well, though, so then you have the petty party at the following show and your first guest was Logan Chase. Who? Logan Chase. <laughs> oh, I'm, you, you scared me for a second. I said, wait, did I say the wrong Logan? No, it was Logan Chase. No, that's, yeah. no I, I, was, I thought you were going to say Logan Creed. And I was like, no, no, I would have loved to have Logan Creed no, on my show. But it was Seriously. Logan Chase. Yeah. So, so yeah, you had him come out. But the thing is, he said something along the line. So Susie had come out to like set up a chair or something. And yeah. Logan Chase said something along the lines of like, who's the first person on your show to make it relevant or something. And then you, you quickly, without thinking, said, Susie. And the crowd went nuts. <laughs> like, and then, so from that point on, I knew like, oh man, Susie's over. And then you started hearing Susie chants. And then mm-hmm. Party Planner became, or Ashton's pee-pee, uh, if you will. A pee-pee. <laughs> became yes. became like a, a big thing uh, moving forward he would come out and spit the john cena raps and uh, do the intros and uh it was pretty awesome i would tell you i would tell you this uh party planner <laughs> uh came up with his own raps okay 
Wow. I don't I don't write his lyrics. I am not his ghostwriter. And he, <laughs> he did everything himself. Um he, I, there was never truly an idea to keep it going, but when it happened, it just kept going and kept going and kept going. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, again, nothing scripted. So I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to remember what when we came up with the idea for calling him Peepy. We just decided to just stop calling him party planner, just started calling him PP. Well, there was something where like after that night, so I think, so Chase was your first guest and then he had uh, Sean Dean come out and jump you to kind of wrap up the segment. And there was a backstage segment afterwards that was taped and then put on Facebook where <laughs> you're, you're beat up and you're kind of sitting there like, so uh, party planner standing up and you're kind of laying on the floor. Now they get a shot of his shirt and a shot of him and he's just standing there and then they come down to you and you said, get that camera off my pee-pee. <laughs> and, so, oh my God. and so from then on, that was when all like the innuendo jokes started. And uh, uh, it was just like, oh my gosh. But it was funny, but it was just like, oh my gosh. I was just hoping I wasn't changing the rating of the show. Because... Well, that's what I was wondering. It's like, oh. <laughs> because after that and the match with Sean Dean, you know, um, somehow got in the middle of Huck and Joe stuff. Yeah. And had the second petty party and I don't know what in my brain was going on. And I was like, I'm going to just make a bunch of dirty jokes. And it, 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 I'll do that for forgiveness later. Yeah, at that, at that point, I wouldn't even worry about being crass or anything. Because at that point, you had Huck out there doing the blood signature thing, which is freaking crazy. Because the dude's got a yeah. few screws loose. Which, by the way, not, I don't want to mad at us. So, again, go on, uh, grab his t-shirt. Third? That's the third hook to be Hold on, wait, hold on. Don't show to his shirt. There are more important shirts up there, honey. I know you, I know my shirt's on the wall. I've seen the videos. There it is. There okay. we go. We were plugging it before we brought you on with us. Yeah, yeah see, see that now that's a shirt. Yeah. Okay. Now can Huck's shirt what my shirt is the real oh. question. I don't think it can. Well, there you go. I just have to give him a little bit of uh, love every now and then because he's an angry person. I don't want him getting, you know, coming after us. So I have to angry. <laughs> He does. He just stays angry, doesn't he? He just anyway. He's always oh. angry. Anyway, no, I'll, I'll get a message about this later. Well, I'm real sure, quick, I'm sure. Before we finally move on from this topic, I do want to say one of the final things that we saw before we went on this indefinite hiatus with uh, SHW, and this was after the last show, and we got a lot of fans that were like letting us know and making comments on Facebook that this was very upsetting and and very sad, and we found out some of our younger viewers actually cried about this was the video where uh, you basically broke up with the party planner. What's up? What's up with that? Nothing's up with that. I, I just feel like, what did I say in the video? We, we've reached two different places in our lives. <laughs> you said, you said, you said, one of the favorite things you said, you said, it's not me, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me explain it, because I know people think I was being mean, and I wasn't. So, if, again, if we go back to the cage match, the reason I got yanked down in the first place, remember, I was almost over that cage. Mm-hmm. The reason I got yanked down in the first place was because Kelly and Michelle came out there with Party Planner, mm-hmm. and they had beat him up. And yeah. he, at that point, was becoming more of a casualty than a benefit. Mm-hmm. And to benefit me and my title aspirations and to benefit him and his health, it was best to part ways. So you were doing you were doing him a favor, basically. I get it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it wasn't, it's not so much for me. It was more so for him. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm trained to take a beating. He's not. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I will say that uh, we love Louie and he's great. But that video, the way it ended, so you break up with him and then the sappy music starts and there's a slow pan and he's sitting on the floor with, no, with his shirt off and he's just crying. It was classic party panner. I like, it was yeah. so over oh. the top dramatic. And it, <laughs> the, it, it wasn't that deep. Okay. So oh, it, just, man. it just wasn't that deep. I was like, dude, we can like, be friends, just chill. Like I've even offered you my Oreos and stuff before. Just chill. Right. It's, it's like not that deep. We can be friends and not have a business relationship. I just feel like you need to go over there mm-hmm. while I'm over here. And I mean, who knows about the future? But for right now, you go over there. Yeah. 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 So. Oh. Speaking of the future, I mean, we've said this every week now, and I'm sure people are sick of hearing us say this, but we just don't know when we're going to be back. And we hope, obviously, it's sooner rather than later, but there's just really no telling. Um, But we do know that the last show we were supposed to have, which was going to, we thought was going to be the uh, empty arena show, and of course, uh, we got the uh, halt got put on that. So Miss Rona came in and ruined everything. Exactly, exactly. But you were supposed to get your title rematch. And um, I was going to ask you, you know, what are your uh, expectations for moving forward with uh, SHW? But, I mean, obviously, you've got a title rematch somewhere down the road. We just don't know when it's going to be. I, this has to be the longest number one contendership in history. I, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> honestly, I'm just sitting here like, well, because I'm hoping that things are the same when we mm-hmm. come back. So, yeah, I'm still the number one contender. Also, the fact that I'm ready to move on from Corey Hollis. I'm just ready to move on, win the title. Thank you, next. Girl, bye. Like, go on. Like, I'm ready (laughs) for other people. I just want to win the belt and then move on to people who probably actually deserve shots at them. So, you know. Yeah. Very fair. Well, I know we're (laughs) definitely looking forward to that for sure. Before we go, I did want to ask you this because I think people – would be interested in this. Um, During this period of pandemic and things like this, uh, on social media, you alluded to some challenges uh, that you were having during this period around depression and things of that nature. Uh, Talk about kind of how that impacted you and how you were able to kind of get out of that particular space. Um, Well, honestly, that's something I kind of have dealt with my entire life. Um, uh, Growing up, and you know trying to figure yourself out and uh go the route and learning who you are um i'll just flat i'll say it kids are mean kids are cruel (laughs) um yes school was hell honestly Mm -hmm. school was hell for me and then you know you're trying to find your way into adulthood and you want to make the right choices but at the same time you need to make the best choices for you and you don't want to disappoint your friends and your family and making the right career choices so it's all it's all it weighs a lot and I've never been too much of a personal person. So I kind of just keep all my things to me, um, which of course is, uh, I know is the healthiest thing to do, but um, you know, I just, I have my moments and I, and a lot of people who are close to me deal with a lot of the same issues. So to me, it's something that's very serious. And whenever I post something and it comes off as personal, it's not really to, get a sympathy, because I really don't need the sympathy. You know, I'm a big boy, I I can move on. But 
I post my things because I know I'm not the only person who deals with it. So right. if I'm able to post my things and let other people know that you're not alone, there's a whole group of people who deal with this kind of stuff. I even, I've even looked up statistics of um, over 322 million people worldwide suffer from some yeah. form of anxiety disorder. So to me, it's one of those things that's important. And, and I hate to bring it up because I know it's a very sensitive topic, but when Hannah uh, committed suicide, that was from cyberbullying. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. cyberbullying or bullying of any kind will put you in a state of depression. Depression doesn't just exist, it has its triggers. And I think that was unfortunate to see a young girl who's 22 years old, she's younger than me. And that's, that's the end result. So to me, it's a very serious topic. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things too, you know, she had such a bright future and she was such, such she's a really star. good. She was yeah. really good and such a star yeah. and, and nothing but big things in her future. And, and to see something like that and something so preventable, you know, like just yeah. completely preventable. And, you know, and, and Gerard and I talked about this a little bit uh, before we got on with you and just, it's just something that people need to be aware of. Like, it's just not, there's no need for it. So just, just be nice. It doesn't take yeah. any effort to be nice to people. Just be nice. It, it, I don't know, man, it's just such a tough topic. And of course, this is what, you know, that happened last week. And that was uh, shortly after what happened with Shad Gaspard. And it was just such a kind of rough week. And um, yeah, yeah, we definitely it's, want to bring it. It's been a really rough attention. one. Yeah. yeah, it's been a really rough week. And, you know, I, I, my goal is to uplift, but let you know that we're all human. And we all kind of deal and go through the same things. Yeah. So, uh, again, like I said earlier, whatever makes you different, there's one thing that makes us the same, and it's the fact that we're all human. So Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Totally. See, I don't. I'm not just petty. I could be uh, like, I could be <laughs> petty and prolific. You know. I love yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. Well, you know, we are we are just appreciative. First of all, of you sharing your journey and sharing time with us because uh, you are a great inspiration to a lot of people, and I think that's why so many people gravitate to you. Uh, so regularly here in SHW. Before we go, I want to ask you this: Any dream opponents? When we come back to wrestling, anybody you really want to be in the ring with? Oh, let me get my Britt Baker on for a second. Let me think. <laughs> um, I put out a list. There are a lot of people that I want to wrestle. Um, I want Joe. Uh -huh. Like if we, if we keep it Southern honor, <laughs> I want Joe. Um, I want Sean Legacy. Mm. Uh, I want Kingsley. Okay. Um, uh, hmm. I wouldn't mind wrestling Owen again. Okay. I always have good, I always have a lot of fun with Owen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, there are others, but they're not that important. Oh. <laughs> well, every single one that you just mentioned <laughs> has piqued my interest because all of those sound like amazing matches. You know, you mentioned Joe and that made me think of that, uh, spur of the moment tag team match we had where you and Joe took on Huckabee and Cam Carter. And that was right around the time we hadn't named yet the SHW tag team champions, but we knew right. that tag titles were on the way. And I remember Gerard yeah. saying with tag titles on the way, here's a tag team that nobody knew they 
wanted to see. And then now that we've seen it, it's like, wow, they, they were really good together. And now that we have tag yeah. titles, who knows? And we've never worked in any capacity together. We like, we've been on shows together, but we've never like touched or tagged. Wow. So it was, it felt good. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, he and I have a good camaraderie backstage. He's a really cool, genuine person to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, always there with the advice and work on and everything else. So, um, if that were to happen at some point, I wouldn't totally say no to it. <laughs> but um, right now, I'm just focused on my singles run. I'm very happy, uh, or I'm finally happy, that where I am with my singles run. And I just want, it's, it's like title max, and I want my title back. <laughs> well, there you go. We can't wait to see you back. And real quick, one last thing before we go, if you uh, want to plug your social media real quick and anything else you want to say to the fans before we let you go. Hold on, I wrote them down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so my Twitter page is It's Ashton Star. Oh, no, wait, that's wrong. See, I messed up already. (laughs) My Instagram page is It's Ashton Star with, please remember the two R's people. I can't stress it enough, Joe. (laughs) Um, Twitter is Ashton is a star. And then of course I have pro wrestling tees, which you can find under my Ashton star store. I have my Starfire shirt cause I'm a big DC nerd. Um, <laughs> I also have two other shirts that are available on there. And you know, I'm starting a YouTube channel. Ooh, nice. So I'm going to be putting content on there. A lot of blogs and a lot of other kinds of content. Um, and I'm working on some other projects, so we'll see. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. I can't wait to see you guys in two years when this is over. <laughs> two years. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, there you have it. The Prince of Petty himself, Ashton Star. What a guy. What an interview. Yeah. Man, that was fun, Gerard. That was absolutely a lot of fun. And again, he's been one of my favorites for a long time. So it's been an honor to be able to talk to him and just all of the things that he talked about, you know, like I didn't know he had never been in a cage match before. That was kind of, yeah. so, so for me, like I literally was replaying that in my head. And, you know, we've talked about, we were talking about that night actually last week, even with Matt Lynch, when mm-hmm. they won the tag team championships, all of that happened uh, on the same night. So of course you can always go back uh, and relive it on IWTV, uh, just go there to independentwrestling.tv. You can sign up there, use the SHW code, and you can check out all things Southern Honor Wrestling there, including Ashton Starr winning the tag, or not, not the tag titles, but uh, his tag match, of course, with Joe Black, uh, winning the SHW championship, his first cage match, his debut, all of it is there. The uh, debut of the Petty Party, like it's all there. So go ahead check it out it's a great thing to do if you're binge watching binge watch shw during quarantine you'll be smarter and you'll be more creative for it that's guaranteed (laughs) but just know that uh it's not until i guess maybe december when gerard showed up in the uh, commentary booth so that's when it gets really good just (laughs) fyi well well i appreciate you saying that but it's listen it's it's fun and uh one thing i can say is you know, before I was ever in the booth, I was in the audience and I was loving the show. So, you know, I, I'll just say it was easy to hop into the commentary booth when you love the product. And I absolutely love what's happening in SHW. And you guys are here, so you love it as well. So go ahead, check that out on uh, IWTV and uh, let us know what you think. Man, that's a great way to put it that, uh, you know, 
you're a fan of the product. And so it makes it that much easier in the commentary booth to get excited and to, and to call the product. So, uh, you know, I, I've been sitting in the booth, uh, since day one, you know, it started out with DC and then, uh, with Adam, a bomb. And then, uh, of course with you, but like you said, like I was excited from the get go and every show has just gotten bigger and better and you just never know what to expect. And, I just, I, I miss SHW so much. I miss the fans. I miss I our family. And uh, I can't wait to get back. But like you said, man, because we love it so much, we're so excited about it. It, it just makes sitting in the commentary booth that much more fun and uh, that much more exciting for us. So uh, I cannot wait to get back and yeah. uh, see our buddies like Ashton and uh, like Matt Lynch. We talked to you last week, Joe Black yeah. and, uh, and whoever else we might have coming up on the show which uh, you just never know. You know, we talked about David Ali earlier. We may try to get him on sometime uh, in the near future. So we shall see. But uh, until next time, don't forget to check us out on social media at SHWpod on uh, Twitter and Instagram. You can listen to us uh, on your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, whatever else, Spotify. I mean, we're everywhere. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. So check us out subscribe like share all that good stuff and until next time this has been shw this is our wrestling there it is see you guys next week